KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The MPAA, the Motion Picture Association of America, gave a PG rating to Fast Five. If the movie had been rated by the EPA, its average MPG would have been abysmal, with bellowing muscle cars, screeching exotics, and an armor-plated monster that makes the Hummer look demure. Yet this fifth edition of the Fast and Furious franchise gets surprisingly good mileage from a combination of high spirits, scorn for the laws of physics, readily renewable energy, and an emphasis on family values. Not those of the nuclear family, but of hell-raising, drag-racing outlaws who genuinely care for one another. When I wrote about the series' debut in 2001, I called it top-drawer trash that knows its place on thousands of multiplex screens where it will be holding young audiences enthralled for weeks to come. That proved to be true, but later installments dropped to ever lower drawers, which makes it all the more surprising that the franchise has renewed its lease on life. This time, the plot involves an elaborate heist in Rio de Janeiro, There's a helicopter shot of Rio's landmark Christ the Redeemer statue every now and then to underscore the story's gravitas. Vin Diesel's Dominic Toretto and his crew either travel the city's streets at insane speeds or make preposterous leaps of faith across favela rooftops while they're being chased by a phalanx of U.S. federal cops under the command of Dwayne Johnson's bemuscled human hummer, a guy named Hobbes. Someone describes Hobbes as Old Testament, guns, bullets, wrath of God. That's one way of putting it. Another way is old school, unsmiling, monosyllabic, the rock in early Terminator mode. Once a superstar of professional wrestling, Dwayne Johnson hides his usual charm, at least for a while, behind the scowl of a lawman who wants to capture his quarry at any cost. Hobbs is a worthy antagonist to Dominic and a great asset to the film, although a face-off between the two men is photographed really oddly. They seem to be looking past each other like bull mastiffs keeping sight of their offstage trainers. And a subsequent fight to the almost finish is much less interesting because it's much more familiar than the climactic spectacle of cars and trucks chasing a pair of cars that happen to be dragging a room-sized bank vault. Fast Five starts with a train robbery that sets a new standard for implausibility, then tops it by using the vault and the cables dragging it as a giant sling that lays waste to whatever gets in its way. The sequence itself starts to drag. It's too long and devoid of physical logic, as if digital imagery, which makes everything possible, though not plausible, had been used to delete any remaining cultural memory of the elegantly constructed movie chases pioneered by Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd. Still, geniality carries the day. It's the additive that boosts everyone's octane. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.